0: How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Truth Defender podcast. We are coming to you from the greatest country in the world, the great state of Texas, deep in the heart of the Lone Star State, Dallas, Texas, more specifically. Uh, if you guys are catching us on YouTube and you aren't already a subscriber, please consider hitting that subscribe button for us, as well as turning on that bell icon and giving us a thumbs up. That'll really work wonders for us with the algorithms and such. Um if you guys are on the go and you want to catch us you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast as well as iHeartRadio. Uh and now Amazon Music as well. Um we'll have the links to all our social media down below. Um that'll be linked through Linktree. Uh so that you guys can access all of that stuff as well. Uh if you guys love what we do here on the show and you're feeling generous consider sharing the show with a friend, family member, colleague or whatever. Maybe not a colleague cuz you uh, don't want to get you in trouble. Uh <laughs> I know a lot of people kind of get upset when you kind of bring stuff up at work, so that wouldn't be good. Uh, if you guys have any questions or comments for myself or our guests or, guests or topic recommendations, you can shoot us an email at the thetruthdefender1776 at gmail.com. Um, we've been kind of missing in action for the last couple of months. Uh, I know the first month that we were off, we were taking a break from all the craziness. Um, and as I was getting ready to come back on and do shows again, I got sick, um, my wife was in Dubai for a couple of weeks and when she came back, she had tested positive for COVID, um, which was kind of a weird whole kind of few days because she tested negative when she was uh, still out there, you know, before she got to the airport and then she got here and then she popped. So that was kind of a weird thing. Um, she was positive for a couple of days. I tested negative throughout the entire time she had it. Um, But I was sick as a dog. I don't know what that was. I was like, I couldn't get out of bed. And it was just kind of a weird thing. Um, So we finally got over that everybody else in our house is finally getting over that as well, because they caught whatever I had. So uh, that was fun. We had a full house. So um, we finally got over that. And now we're finally kind of jumping back into the groove of things. Um, Thank God. So We'll we'll be pumping out shows again. We had to cancel everybody that we had lined up. So (laughs) that kind of ruined stuff because we had been trying to get a lot of these people on for like the longest time. like I'm talking like months and months and then they finally Mm. agreed and then I was like, you know what, I can't do it. So that sucked. But uh, today we pulled up, we we shut up the bat signal and uh, we have Jason McLean uh, on to discuss with us, uh, of all things, the... Blaine Maxwell and our Kelly decisions uh, that just came down last week, I believe. Um, so, without further ado, Mister Jason McLean, how you doing, sir?
1: Ah, so far <laughs> good, Paul. I'm glad to see you're feeling better.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it. It's, it was kind of rough. I don't know what was going on. Uh, I didn't. I, I do know that I did not pop for COVID, which was great. But I felt like I was dying. <laughs> for,
1: for <laughs> yeah, like a well, there, or there so. are still other things out there other than COVID. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah,
0: it was it was rough. I don't know. Um, what was going on? But that was uh, that was pretty rough. Um, yeah, if you can kind of give everybody a rundown of where they can catch you and your work, uh, we'd, yeah, we really
1: appreciate that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm every week. I'm on uh, Texas Front Porch. That's T E X apostrophe S, Front Porch. Um, I'm with uh, I co-host with Tex, but then on that channel, I also have Jason McLean questions everything, which is a panel discussion uh, about some of the weird things in life. Then we have Siru Papers, S I R U papers where it's uh it's definitely cryptids and 40 and other 40 and uh phenomena but from a christian perspective and we do ask you know some other questions as well i do have my own channels uh siru papers uh is its own channel as well in fact i'm going to be doing uh something this afternoon on it for just a little bit again asking some uh, spicier questions uh than what you'll necessarily find on texas front porch and we just launched Chupi rules it's a um it's a comic strip and uh it's it's voiced there are some that are gonna be voiced over very poorly by myself, and then uh, others are just standalone comics. So we just launched with four episodes, we'll um, we'll be doing more. The second episode's ready to roll. So the second full episode is ready to roll. We launched with one full episode and three uh single panels. So yeah, we're we're gonna be doing that. It's uh about a chupacabra who hangs out at uh Duels, Mexican cantina, and sushi bar. <laughs> Hilarity will ensue, I assure you. <laughs> Uh, sounds there. It, it you sounds find that on, t- on TikTok and YouTube as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We'll have all the links to the social media as well as t- Texas Front Porch and Serial Papers as well for everybody. Uh, they want to stop on in and check that out. Um, yeah, so I really appreciate your time today. Um, I know everybody's kind of relaxing for the Fourth of July weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I know I am. I, I started yeah. off, like I said, I've I've been off of work already for like. I don't know how long and I'll be off for another week or so, but nice, <laughs> um, so we're kind of rolling nice and easy um, right now for the 4th of July. So everybody out there, you guys are getting ready for the weekend. Uh, make sure you know drinking, driving, please. And make sure you guys take care when you're out there popping the fireworks. Um, yeah, I, It's been a while since I've actually bought fireworks and actually popped them on my own. We usually just kind of like go out and watch shows and stuff, but right, um, for everybody else that Really enjoys that. I know we're gonna be, especially out here where I'm at right now. It's it's uh it's gonna be fireworks everywhere, like on the lake and all kinds of stuff. So oh yeah, that should be fun for everybody. Um, make sure you guys pop a few as well. So that's that should be fun for everybody. Um, but yeah, so we I just, I wanted to jump into these rulings here. So obviously, Gillane Maxwell went down for twenty years. Uh, yeah, whether she makes it the whole full twenty years is another question. Um, R. Kelly as well, got yeah. 30 years in prison uh, for sexually exploiting children as well. Underage, minors, uh, yes, boys and girls, which is ridiculous. Um, yeah. Now, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell obviously is, I don't know if she's maybe the more high profile. Maybe she's a little bit more high profile because of the nature of the people that they were selling children to. Mm-hmm. Obviously, R. Kelly was doing what he was doing and it was extremely terrible as well. But but I don't I don't think or not it was, it was for no, him. Yeah. It's yeah, it was for him. But with mm-hmm. Elaine Maxwell, you know, that little black book is still floating around out there. Uh I've never seen anybody been charged with, you know, mm-hmm. sex crimes of minors and them being the only ones and not yeah. the people they were selling to. Um obviously there's a lot of very important people in that book on those lists. Oh yeah. Um and and I kind of made a joke about whether she makes it the full twenty years imprisoned. Uh because of the nature of the people that are in that book, she might oh, yeah. not. Um, but what do you think like I guess who do you think is on that list? And do you think they were I mean, obviously they were covered up, but did you know, did she I guess maybe flip on a few people? Maybe she should have been she should have got a lot more years in jail. Um but, you know, what do you kind of think about the whole ruling at, at first?
1: Okay, so there, there's sort of two things, right? Um, The first one is sort of the obvious. Everyone's like, oh, well, you know, why did R. Kelly get 30 and Ghislaine Maxwell got 20? First things first. It doesn't matter. Women, you know, across the board, women always get lighter sentences for the same crimes that men commit. Period. Straight up. End of story. Like everyone's, oh, no, no, no. Women always get lighter sentences. So that's not overly surprising. Right. Two everyone sort of pretends that Ghislaine wasn't actually participating. She was just sort of like aiding and abetting is, you know, she was trafficking, but she wasn't the one actually performing the acts. This is also a lie, but that's sort of what they got her on was the trafficking of, of the kids. Right. So a lot of people see it as less, you know, disgusting than Ghislaine, than what uh, Kelly was doing. Again, I think this is wrong. The problem, though, when discussing all of this is all of the normal arguments about Ghulain have to go out the window because the thing about it, about the entire setup, is that Epstein was, it's easy to say CIA, but I think it's more complicated than that. I think it was a combat, I think um, it may have been the entire Five Eyes, right? Which is, uh, but it was definitely an intelligence operation. The CIA was involved what you know definitely she was a lot she was she was uh you know the cia was definitely involved probably massad as well and a few others like this was this was probably more than just a one a one intelligence agency uh shindig but we know at least the cia was involved definitely and that's the problem with the whole conversations is that epstein was a cia asset or an intelligence asset that's probably a better way of saying it it was an he was an intelligence asset Ghislaine Maxwell was his handler, straight yeah. up. I mean, that's that's who the, that's who she is, and that's the thing we don't that everyone's trying, everyone misses in this in all this math, right? She is his handler in this whole thing. Yes, she's aiding and abetting. She's doing the trafficking, and yes, I we've spoken with. Uh, I'll see if I can get you uh, Mr. Steele's information. He actually had a relationship with her in the mm-hmm. early two thousands, late nineties, early two thousands, and. Yes, some wild stories. Um, but yeah, you know, she you know, he, you know, he didn't know about the the kids stuff early on. Like he just didn't know about all that. Um, but the simple fact of the matter is this was an intelligence operation. That's all it was. Epstein was the center of it, but right. she was the handler. That's if you ever want to know who the CIA agent is, it's always the person just beside the the main person. Right. That's who the handler is. So the problem with all of this math is we're like, well, who's on the list? Who's what? It doesn't matter. They already have that information, right? right. The FBI, they already have it because they were working for them. Right. Right. All the whole thing is, is, is smoke and mirrors. I don't want to be the guy who's like, I don't think Epstein is, is, uh, is still alive. And that was a body double. i would I be surprised to find out that was the case? Honestly, no. Do I think that's what happened? No. I I think it's just easier to kill him, right? Galen, right. on the other hand, that because she's the she's the handler, uh, yeah, I think she's got. There's probably a few more options on the table for her, but I wouldn't be surprised if it, it turns out that Mission Impossible gets one thing right, which is if you get caught. we're we're going to deny all knowledge right it's not that they're not manipulating things behind the scenes anyway but it's just look you go do your 20 years we'll put you in a nice you know nice prison it'll look bad for a little bit but we'll get you someplace nice and comfy and you're going to do your time maybe we'll get you out early you know kind of a thing
0: yeah it's and when we speak of prisons and such so they're like the main prison that they that she's hoping she gets sent to is uh, fci danbury which is in um uh connecticut um which is like not even a prison i mean there's no bars around the entire building it's Mm -hmm. just like a nice little building and there's people that go in there and like in and out and they're like off for the weekends and all kinds of crazy stuff and yeah, and and um, they get to sew, and they have dogs that go in there every week, and they have therapy and all kinds of crazy stuff that that like high profile. I guess this is a this is more of like a federal kind of institution where for people who break who break federal laws, um, yep. that's where they go. So you're not looking at like like the mass murderers or like the like the crazy people no. like that. You know, yeah. these people are. I guess more. More civilized crimes, I guess you would say, but yeah, white collar uh, crimes and stuff like that.
1: It's again, it just it does go back to prove it. This is not really the death sentence that everyone's acting like. Oh, she's going to go to prison. She's not going to prison. What's (laughs) the uh what was the Office Space federal pound you in in the blank prison? (laughs) You know, it's like no, no, no. You're going to white collar prison. No, this is federal pound you. (laughs) In the blank prison, yeah, she's not going there, yeah, she's going to a nice white collar prison now. Again, does that mean that she's long for the world? Probably not. Was she um, on
0: suicide watch like the last yeah. two weeks and stuff? Yeah, yeah, she's
1: been on suicide watch, and it's like, hmm, no, this no, feels it's... familiar somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does feel very familiar. It's uh, it's weird, well, so it's it's like, so so you already spoke on the point of of that I kind of wanted to go out to is is that there is no way that that this kind of operation was going on it's it was international obviously yep. people from all, all over the world were movie stars uh, freaking people in the governments not just here in the u.s but all over the world oh yeah K- kings princes uh queens i'm sure movie stars freaking celebrities all over the world there's no way that you're moving that many people around the world without some kind of agency knowing uh, or several agencies knowing. Um, And that, I guess the way that she was actually found and eventually arrested was kind of sealed that up for me because she was living large uh, in in New Hampshire in a giant house. It was worth like a million dollar house. It was like a million dollar house. She was living up there like for months while everybody was looking for her all over the world. She was here in New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, why and
1: why would she go anywhere <clears throat> else, really?
0: And and they finally found her there. Um, I think so it says Glenn Maxwell was arrested at a one million dollar luxury four bedroom New Hampshire house that was bought last year. This was written in mm-hmm. twenty twenty, so twenty nineteen. Um and it said that she was arrested on try to disconnect to Epstein's case all that good stuff. But like she was hiding right under everybody's noses. or well, what a lot of people would think was under everybody's noses, but I have no, no, I guess I'm absolutely positive that people knew where she was.
1: Oh, that's like not even a question. Yeah.
0: And then they just like, because it, it was just, I remember when I heard that she was arrested and I was just like, she was where? In New Hampshire? And, and like this giant house. It was like a giant freaking gated community that was mm-hmm. like, like in the hills that like you couldn't see it and it was like blocked off yeah. and all kinds of crazy shit. And it was, it was, it was like unbelievable. I was like, what do you mean she was? I was expecting them to find her like overseas somewhere hiding in like a right in some <laughs>
1: spider hole. Or, and you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, where is she? She's, you know, she's in yeah. Afghanistan under an assumed alias living in some <laughs> hut somewhere. No, well, so okay, so, so going back to something, like, well, you know, it sealed it for you was where she was hiding and how no one could find her until basically, really, what happened is her attorneys turned her in. Sure. Um, I mean, that's really what happened, but my thing is we know for a fact the intelligence agencies were involved because there were cia owned planes at epstein's place and that the and that there (laughs) were numerous and uh local law enforcement uh groups had tried to arrest epstein they knew everyone knew what was going on like this is the most disturbing case or thing about the epstein case in general is And I use this one a lot because I try to, you know, I I don't believe necessarily in these grand conspiracies where there's like 13 reptilian people in a room deciding (laughs) all things that happen every day. Right. I don't I don't buy that kind of stuff. But I think, you know, because I I think the, the truth of the matter is stuff like Pizzagate, it's easier for people to believe that there's James Bond stuff going on because the truth of the matter is it's public. This is all going on. And the thing is, the government is actively stopping people from intervening. I'm not saying that there isn't some twisted, like the the guy who came out, uh, I think it was last year, year before last, uh, it was out of the shadows or something. And he was, you know, talking about, uh, yeah, all of that's true. Like, all that's true. And if you notice how often the government kept popping up, like, Hmm. it's like the same guy who, you know, uh, the, uh, uh, oh, I just got his name, uh, lead singer for The Doors. Um Jim Morrison.
0: Jim Morrison. Was it Galaxy yeah. cia or something? Or he was, da- was his Navy dad- Captain. No,
1: na- Admiral. He was admiral, the admiral in charge of the Gulf of Tonkin incident. <laughs>
0: right.
1: And yeah. you're like, hold up. Like it's <laughs> like, how is the guy who's in, who's literally involved in the Gulf of in the Gulf of Tonkin, his kid ends up becoming the the leader of the countercultural psychedelic movement? What that seems a little odd and the thing is these connections keep popping up like disney and the cia the Mm. cia is who helped paved way for you know for uh for disney to get disney you know the the property for disneyland and disney world like there was a lot going on there so it goes back to there's been this connection the real problem is a lot of stuff's out in the open and no one talks about it it was it was john mccain's own widow after he'd passed she and all this sort of broke with epstein she said very publicly everyone knew but everyone was afraid to do something about it because of how well connected he was like there's no question that he's that he was an intelligence asset and again it goes back to my problem is I, the problem is a lot of this the like the conspiracy theories are usually more overly embellished to look ridiculous but the truth of them are always are always accurate right there right. It, you know pizzagate was the distraction epstein was the reality and you think he was the only one you think there's only jeffrey epstein no once it became public he became the fall guy period in the story there's others yeah by the way uh penn state right yeah. Joe
0: know yeah
1: yeah, Joe yeah a lot of people have said that's what he was actually doing that's why Penn State was allowing this guy to keep doing what he was doing was because he was providing kids for the really high rolling um, alumni to give and the donations and when they bring you know special guests in that you know that, that's and I happen to know for a fact because again this I have to stay very vague on but that's happening here in Dallas. That's happening in Austin. I've met, I've met several of the survivors and they will tell you, yes, these are big name people. They run multinational corporations. They run these mega churches. They run, you know, it's, it's, it's Hollywood. It's, it, it it's, it's government. It's all of it. And it's, it's state and local governments too. It's not just the CIA, NSA, you know, oh, it's, yeah. it, it's your local sheriff sometimes. Now the yeah. thing is the local, smaller people, they get arrested pretty easily. Yeah. But if you've uh if you're flying a CIA learjet, you're probably gonna be a little harder to catch.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's 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 funny that you mentioned Jim Morrison and all the work that his dad was doing and stuff, but if anybody wants to know kind of how that whole dynamic works about like CIA handlers and stuff. Um, we actually did an an interview with John Podash, uh, who wrote the book "Drugs as Weapons Against Us." Um, oh, nice! And he—that was, I think, like episode twelve. That was pretty early on. But he, um, that book discussed, you know, things like Tupac and and, and how he wasn't really like an like an actual gangster mm-hmm. when he was growing up. He actually went to Juilliard and like put on this like whole persona to pretend that he was a gangster mm-hmm. rapper and all this stuff. And and yep. he, he talks about like very famous rock stars that were controlled by the CIA and they had like handlers and how yeah. they got the Beatles into doing psychedelics and all kinds of crazy stuff. So it was like a whole plan, but, but that, his book, I highly recommend, but if you guys want to skip the book and just kind of see what he was actually talking about, you can watch our episode on that. Um, that's episode 12 with John Podash. Uh, that was, that was a really good interview. Um, I have been following his work for years and years and years before I actually spoke with him. Um, he has, a couple of good books on that and he's actually in the process of writing a new one so um, that's extremely good stuff there because that actually speaks to how that to, to Jim Morrison specifically Jim Morrison specifically but everybody else that's like celebrities and like rock stars mm. and movie stars and how they get yeah. controlled and stuff like that so um, that was a great one but I actually want to read the indictment um, that they got Ghislaine Maxwell on um, because oh, cool yeah yeah this kind of struck me as odd pay attention to the time frame of how and when they got her so the indictment reads in part from at least in or about 1994 up to and including at least in or about 97 so from 94 to 97 is when they Mm -hmm. got her for Maxwell assisted which I don't I don't think they'd stopped in 97. Maxwell Maxwell assisted, facilitated and contributed to Jeffrey Epstein's abuse of minor girls by, among other things, helping Epstein to recruit, groom, and ultimately abuse victims known to Maxwell and Epstein to be under the age of 18. The victims were as young as 14, which I don't think that stopped there either, uh, years old, when they were groomed and abused by Maxwell and Epstein, both of whom knew that certain victims were in fact under the age of 18, which I think that's true as well, but um, but from '94 to '97, and do you think they, in their head, they develop some kind of moral clarity to say we're not like we're drawing the line at 14? Like, no, 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 no lower than 14. That's completely ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's and especially not from '94 to '97, and that was it. Like, that was the extent of her involvement. '94 to '97. That's like the biggest thing I took away from that it was ridiculous.
1: Well, it is ridiculous. And and this is what, so part of this is from a legal perspective, they can only get you for they can prove. And that's right. one, that's one aspect of it. And I'll be, I'll be fair, or I'll try and be a little generous here. I don't know if that's being fair, but I'll be generous and say, they probably, that's probably the best information that they had that they could, do, that they could use that the CIA hadn't just completely covered up and taken care of. Right. So, right. okay, fair enough. Let's say that's the case. But there's a bigger point here, which is oftentimes and I'm not trying to get off on the whole UFO UAP thing, but it, the thing is a lot of people like when they look at how the government's been releasing the UAP reports and all that, they're like, Why aren't they talking about Roswell? Why aren't they talking about this? Why aren't they talking about that? It's like, guys, did you notice how precise and very narrow window and a very narrow window that this group is actually supposed to look at? Right. It's see, that's the problem is people don't understand. It's like, hold on. They put these very strict borders around the topic, and so it allows them to sort of to the normies and to the those who are maybe a little, you know who are just uh, you know led or, or informed only by the lamestream media to say, oh look at them, they're doing their best. Look at what they're doing. It's like no, what they've done is they've created a legal fiction about this barrier that only allows them to talk about this and omits all the rest of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Ghislaine. It's like, well, here we're going to get her for this time frame and these things. And that's what, and they'll claim that that's the evidence they have. No, it's not. But that's the evidence they're allowed to get out. That's what they're allowed to get her on. And so it's, and so it looks like they're doing something without actually doing the actual work. And again, this is something that needs to be said every day, and I, you know, and probably as often as we can. She was convicted. Of aiding and abetting a sexual traffic, you know, the sexual traffic, uh, a sexual traffic ring to no one. Hmm. They were they were providing these girls in in some statements, boys as well. To nobody, yeah. Where we, the where the Johns in this <clears throat> now? But guess what? It's easy to point to Ghislaine Maxwell. but What about the Nexium cult? Have did we see any of the Johns go down for that? I haven't seen it.
0: That was so sad. I was
1: yeah.
0: I remember watching um
1: Allison Mac on Allison Small
0: Mac East e. Mall uh-huh. <laughs> I remember watching that show when I was younger, like yeah, all the time, and then all of a sudden I see her in the news is doing all this crazy yeah. shit and I was like, What the
1: like, what just happened here? <laughs> yeah, oh trust me, oh, I I was doing vagabond, I was still doing well, I mean I'm still doing vagabond nerds but like we were like a year old, I think, at that point. Um it was very early on. And, yeah, it's like when that happened, I'm like, well, what's happening? Yeah. What what do you mean Allison Mack was was a child trafficker? Like, that's really what she is. She she was trafficking children. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Now, we typically, Mm -hmm. typically it's like, well, children are prepubescent. I'm like, I'm sorry. If you're under 18, you're a child.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, that's just, it's like, I and I get it. You know, it's like, okay, if you're really over 14, 15, you're probably not a child, but it's like some if you're trafficking minors no matter what you're doing. That's still highly illegal and immoral. More importantly, it's immoral. It's like, how do you get so brainwashed that you're like, yes, let me do this? Well, again, great. We can have a conversation a hundred ways about how she fell into this and blah, 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 blah. I still go back to, but the Nexium cult was providing services to whom? Oh, we don't know that.
0: Apparently, it was just to the guy who was in charge, but,
1: but yeah, how do you doubt that? <laughs> oh, it, it's not. See, that's the problem. <clears throat> we know it's not. That yeah. was the entire setup. It wasn't just him. So, where are the Johns? Right. This guy was being was made a millionaire because it's like, where are the Johns? By the way, everyone's you know kicking and screaming about um oh what's this Weinstein right? Mm. What about the people who aided and abetted him? Meaning Oprah Winfrey. no one talks about her involvement see and that's going bringing back to Ghislaine this always goes back to there's a fall person there's always the fall guy and that's the sacrificial lamb so the rest of the system can continue functioning that's the point all she is she just took a dive
0: I don't yeah so I reading up on Ghislaine Maxwell and like her family and what they were about. Like, so, like, her oh, that
1: gets weird fast, her, doesn't it?
0: Her sister is like some big person in tech. She's like super rich. Her dad, like, ran some crazy corporations in oh. England. He was even like a member of parliament in the 60s and stuff like that. So,
1: oh, yeah. Like, oh, let me get, let me get into that <laughs> one real quick. Cause let me tell you, I went on the deep dive on that one because I, I read something. I'm like, well, that can't be true. Oh, it's weird. It, it gets crazier. Like, it's whatever you think the craziest story would be. It's crazier. First of all, one of her sisters is a tech security guy, no. uh, chick here in Dallas. She teaches yeah. out of UTD. Okay, I was like, and she runs some again a uh, security firm, like a, mm-hmm. a, a, again a computer security firm. So their father was a newspaper. I'm putting this in quotation marks, but I'll explain why in a second. But he ran a newspaper or several newspapers during the Cold War. Right everyone kind of knew that it's like yeah the newspaper was out there it was it, but it was a front company for the intelligence agencies yeah. and a lot of people said like you said he he held a lot of offices and but a lot of people said he was shady and blah 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 well what he was doing was his agency because no one apparently bought these newspapers but it was a big paper of record but no one ever bought it like the circulation and i was like this doesn't seem to match up well because it was a front for not just the CIA, but a lot of these others during the Cold War. That's what they were doing. Home dude, when he died, right, he was buried on a very prestigious uh, hill in Israel. And a lot of people said, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, he was ethnically Jewish, but he never spent a lot of time in Israel. He didn't, like everyone kind of like, how does he get buried here? Like, this is an important cemetery. A lot of people have pointed out that it's, yeah, it's (laughs) Mossad. He was Mossad. And which, and I, and again, because I interviewed, uh, I had a chance to interview um, Mr. Steele, uh, one of the things he flat out said, and it's, is that Ghislaine was trained to do what she did from childhood. So without, you know, you read between the lines, okay, that means she was probably also utilized in this way as a child she learned how to do it she learned how to manipulate people because that was her role that was one of the things that he did he he was basically one of his services was probably doing this stuff also mm. right as as part of the intelligence gathering and uh, apparatus which means she was sexually abused as a child but like she just was and that's it's part of like, how do you make these? Like, how do these people come into existence? Sometimes people are just born bad. Absolutely. Other times, though, they're made. And she was made to be this person. And she's that's again. That's why she's she's the handler. She was made to be this person to do these things as part of the intelligence apparatus. It's
0: kind of like uh, Courtney Love um and her entire crazy story about how oh yeah she was like a prostitute when she was a little kid and all kinds Mm -hmm. of stuff except in in glenn maxwell's case it appears it wasn't as bad as that you know as far as like being a prostitute and right yeah she was drugs yeah Yeah. so it's she
1: was but she was trained yeah in 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 all you know without going into too many gory details but yeah she was abused again i can have sympathy for her in that respect absolutely but you're an adult, you know what, you know, what's right and wrong, but she was raised in a family that is very connected to the intelligence agencies uh, to this larger network of intelligence operations and dark net, you know, dark intelligence operations. Um, And so again, it's not surprising when you see she had a very interesting relationship with the Disney corporation, you know, you find that out and you're like, again that can't be what the heck and they were doing tr- sco- disney uh cruise lines was doing these special trips to the island what the heck you're like okay something's going on here and that's the point there's so much more here that an honest investigation would reveal and you'd be like what the heck is going on that's how it's hidden it's literally there in the public it's all obvious it's just all the people who could do something about it are told not to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, looking up and, and I had actually tried to look up articles and stuff. Cause I remember reading articles about Glenn Maxwell and Disney and, and those kinds of things, but um doing an extensive search. I actually had to go like on a tour browser to actually find anything because if you look yeah. it up on Google, a lot of the links that I would click on were like, broken links or those websites oh, yeah. didn't exist anymore or that article didn't exist anymore so mm-hmm. it was still like even when i was searching through tour it was still like yep. not a whole lot was there and, and it was it's odd you know and going back to her dad so like he was found floating naked like in the ocean or something like when he yeah. died and and doing like investigations like of financial forensics and stuff like that like he owed like billions of dollars to several banks i think it was like over 40 banks that he owed money to so it was um, it it was was all fake yeah (laughs) yeah so it was it was like what the hell is going on like you know started off with her dad like her her dad was extremely shady um you know from the get-go so it Mm -hmm. kind of snowballed from there and
1: um well the same thing happened with epstein like literally when they when they finally did the raid they're like okay well he's worth like so many millions of dollars. Like it was Rush Limbaugh who came out and said, "This doesn't add up."
0: He was gifted all. like a million dollar house in New York, and
1: yeah, uh, well, well, it's more news. than that. It's like when you look at his staff, like where he had them, how that he. in Rush said, "No, this guy has. Is like this is, does. Everyone's like, well, he's got five hundred million dollars. He goes, you don't understand the kind of lifestyle he's living with. because Rush was real big into jets, right? He loved planes and all these like." you don't understand the kind of way this dude was living Hmm. this is not someone with 500 million dollars this is someone with access to way more money he's like this does not explain what he's doing we all look at 500 million dollars and think holy cow think what i could do with 500 million dollars you're right you could do a lot with 500 million dollars but you're not going to be living the way he was living that's those are two very different things it's 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 all the it's the staff the it was like two different pilots that they were that were on call living on property with whole crews, multiple planes gassed at all times. Right? It's like, no, 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 no. That's not a five hundred million dollar lifestyle. That's a 10, 20 billion dollar lifestyle. Like That's someone who has, that again, nothing ever matched up with what's what we can see for, again, from a forensic accounting versus what's going on, because he, he's doing the same. He was doing the same thing her for maxwell's father did again that goes back to why everyone realized he has to be intelligence was the fact that he owed all this money to all these people well how did he get the money if he was you know sure it's the 60s and 70s but still like that that's not possible it's because he was a front one of the big things i mean people just don't understand because we're never because no one ever talks about it because again the media is in on this all of it um aig right and i was like why are we bailing out aig <laughs> and it's like guys you do realize that yes it's an insurance company but it's a international insurance company that we use to prop up inter, you know other countries uh funds their economies right. like we back we aig is used to support um the, the the value of currency in certain nations and we're the ones backing it also insurance is a really great way to funnel cash from one you know uh you know black cash from one person to another person have it all seem legit it's money laundering for the, for intelligence operations because what happens oh they took out a multi-million dollar policy on this oil well oh look there's no oil there aig pays out that's Mm. how this works and so it's everything (laughs) seems above board and the intelligence operations and governments can move dod especially can move black money from their accounts to someone someone else's accounts using the intermediary you know aig as an intermediary right so it's it's like that's how all of this actually works so and again, we don't think about it that way. We we tend to think, well, wouldn't there be an easier way of doing it? Not if you're trying to hide it, right? <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the trick about money laundering is it's got to look legal, right? Because, he, again, no one has ultimate control over anything, so you kind of still have to put up at least some song and dance for sure. the rest of the world, and that's what that is. That's why Epstein didn't actually have the money to match his lifestyle that's why her father didn't have the money to match lifestyle why because they were intermediaries they were in a lot of ways doing things to to keep someone protected in glenn maxwell father's case it was the intelligence agencies and uh in epstein though everything about him was scuzzy and it was that's why everyone kept it quiet but his whole lifestyle was the fact that it was like oh he's just a financier who does this other stuff no he's an intelligence asset and what he's doing is gaining power for the cia probably Mossad, and a few other agencies i wouldn't be surprised
0: i remember hearing uh somebody talk about the fact that like they were talking about how he how he makes money and like why he had so much money and and you know the, he mentioned he was um there was a lot of reports that he was like into investing in all kinds of crazy stuff and making like a shit ton of money but this person that i heard talking about it that's the one time mm-hmm. had said that that he had spoken with him and he knew him very well and that there was no way that that was remotely true because he had no idea mm-hmm. what he was doing like he had no idea how to invest or how like how to take care of money mm-hmm. and all kinds of crazy stuff and all these rumors yep. that, that he was like some kind of big investor and all kinds of stuff but that that wasn't true because he had absolutely no idea like how to handle money mm-hmm. uh To that level, you know, because I mean, like you mentioned, he wasn't just like a millionaire. He had to have been a billionaire going to different islands and planes and uh, they even had freaking submarines that they would take to the island and all kinds of crazy stuff. So, yeah, this was a this was a
1: again, not even a multi-billion dollar lifestyle. This is the lifestyle of someone who has tens and to, you know, in the tens of billions of dollars. And to your point, it's not just that he was clearly incapable of handling the money. It's that. Everyone kinda of stopped and looked and said, We can't figure out why he's a billionaire.
0: <laughs> yeah. And why like very important people were giving him money and like houses and mm-hmm. stuff and like I like, out of nowhere, it's like either you're a really good friend or you have something hanging over somebody's head and they're just trying to shower you with gifts and all kinds of stuff. So it's um it was yeah. definitely weird. But so like I mentioned before we hopped on the this case was is obviously worldwide news like everybody's Mm -hmm. reacting to it obviously but one of like the weirder places that i saw someone react to it uh so there's like a big ufc fight this weekend tonight as we record this um this today is the the second of july um so israel adesanya is the middleweight champion currently um and he was actually doing a press conference i don't know i think it was this morning before the fight uh, I was it's actually yesterday when they were having their i guess like weigh-ins or whatever I don't know mm-hmm. how this topic got brought up but he started talking about Galen Maxwell and I have the video but I think I'm just going to go ahead and read what he said here um in the article and I'll post the article down below for everybody else that wants to read it uh, this comes from usa news.com um so I don't I don't know what led up to this whole thing but this was his quote on the whole thing uh he said galane maxwell just got put away for 20 years um so this was noted during during the weigh-in so she was supplying kids for all these fucking pedos right where's the list the outspoken mma fighter said so the list of politicians and actresses and actors that was talked about does that just get swept under the rug do they not get any time for actually effing these kids the reason, of course, is because the men on the list Adesanya referred to are powerful. That was Maxwell's and Epstein's MO. They were able to control powerful men who were stupid and creepy enough to go to Epstein Island. Now those powerful men are keeping this all bottled up and hoping people will forget. Um, end quote. So that was, like I said, I don't. I'm gonna have to go back and watch like the actual video because I just saw this this morning, so I wasn't like sure like how that whole thing started. But I'm gonna have to go back and watch the whole freaking yeah. press conference but um but that just goes to to that point that you were saying earlier that i've never seen anybody charged with selling children to nobody and like they're the only ones that that got charged and now they're going to jail and everybody else that they sold to like you never hear a peep out of um mm-hmm. like we don't know who they are we don't know who's in that book on that list who they were um but one thing we can know for sure is that they were some very important people because that list is not going to see the, the light of day um it's not like ever 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 so um which is extremely sad because this is all kind of for naught, right because sure we got rid of epstein and we got rid of Ghislaine maxwell but it's just like they say like it's going to be the next person off the bench someone else is going to step in, in that place Feel that void and they're gonna continue the work uh maybe not through the channels that they were doing, yeah, you know, but they're, they're gonna create their own kind of deal and work with different governments and it's just gonna continue like it's not gonna stop now it's we don't know who they are, we do know the, the people that were providing them, and they've been taken care of, but like so what like that doesn't mean anything now because there's just gonna be somebody else that's gonna go ahead and step in now
1: yeah well and that's that's sort of the point we made at the beginning of the episode right it's like you think Epstein was the only one like he was just one person on this and again it's clear this wasn't even his doing like he was he was the asset put into place she was the handler his job was to be the con man to get the people where they wanted him to or where he wanted them to be, or the you know, to get the information, to get the the compromised materials, and also just to provide these things to such a high-level people. I mean, it's it's like the problem is we often we often try and look at all this in its own like silo it from everything else. It's like you don't think it's connected to Bohemian Grove, you don't think it's connected to all of these other, you know, satanic ritual stuff. You you think honestly that it was just him and just these people. It's just the one thing. No, it's all connected. That's the whole point. And it's, you know, even if we think that he was sort of on the cleaner end of this, where maybe he wasn't doing kid sacrifices. I don't buy that at all. Yeah. See, a lot of people have made that claim. It's like, no, a lot, there's actually better evidence that he was involved in that part of it. Again, he's, it's all connected to these broader, um, you know, to these broader things that everyone knows about, but no one does anything about because the people who run it are the people who get to say, no, don't look into this.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> so it's, uh, it's one of these things that I, I struggle with a lot is like knowing that a lot of the atrocities that we see throughout the world, and especially when it comes to children is probably the biggest atrocity that I've ever mm-hmm. witnessed in my life. And, I, and I've been, war zones and all kinds of stuff but when you mess with kids that's like the lowest form of of any existence because you know children are so pure especially when they're like under 10 years old like it's they don't they don't know what's what's right and what's wrong typically they don't know like the way the world works and for people to prey on on, on little kids like that that just knowing that it happens and that maybe when you're laying in bed one day and you're thinking about it at that very moment, it's happening to to like another kid and and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, It's, Mm -hmm. it's one of the hardest things that, that we have to struggle with, you know, in this existence. And it, it upsets me that people that you would think or that are supposed to be, you know, protecting you, like your governments and like law enforcement and uh, people like that actually have the power to protect you know, large swaths of people, um a lot of these people are in on it as well they're the ones yeah. that are that are actually covering up for like these other people that are doing it and mm-hmm. cops are you you know we've seen cases of like actual cops like being arrested because it's you know they were freaking pulling over cars and then maybe they were like freaking sexually assaulting women or like the kids or like in jail yep. and stuff like that and and it just like <laughs> we've spoken about this kind of thing before that i'm extremely upset and maybe it's selfish that that none of these people will receive any kind of punishment on this earth in this time you know obviously when we all meet our maker you know they'll they'll receive it but i i want to see it done like on this earth like i want to see it happening to people that, that actually deserve it um and i just know that these governments that are in charge right now are going to get away with it and they're going to live like long, full lives and they're going to get a lot of money and be in power for a long time. And they're never going to see any kind of, any kind of punishment on this earth, which like it breaks my heart, not only for the kids, but like for the families that have to live with it, kids that go missing and they never come back. Their families have no idea what happens to them. I think that's, that has to be a lot of
1: kids that that happens to. Yes. I
0: think that has to be one of the worst things. Like, I would much rather know that my son or my daughter or somebody was dead and I actually have a body than to like never know mm-hmm. what happened to them ever again because like you never see yep. them. There's no dead body. You don't know where they're at, what's going on with them. I would much rather see them buried in the cemetery than to like not know, you know what's going on. And that's mm-hmm. one of like the harsh realities a lot of a lot of parents around the world have to deal with the, you know, their kids go missing and they never see them again. They don't know what's happened to them. They have no body, they have no clue. And it's that, that upsets me like to the, like beyond anything else that I've ever experienced in my life. And, mm-hmm. and it's rough because I want to see that justice happen on, on this earth while I'm alive, but I just know that they're going to get away with it,
1: <laughs> which sucks. Yeah. It's, no, it does. And that's, and that's absolutely the case. I mean, it's, Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, look, you know, if someone could walk up and say, "Look here, you know, we'll we'll pay you, and your job is to go take care of these people," I'd do it in a heartbeat. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, I mean, but to your point, we know that the you know the entire broken system—it's not broken; it's designed to work this way. That's the problem. It's not even broken. This is the way it's actually supposed to work, and for me at the end of the day we look at this it's really the entire book of lamentations right we see this is nothing new the powerful the corrupt have always done this and the point is it is going to come to an end in the future and they do have something to account for there is someone that they have to look in the eyes and be like well yeah i did these things that is going to happen and there's going to be a world where it doesn't happen anymore um for me it's just it's further evidence of why a we need a savior and b why it's got to happen when people are like oh no we don't we don't need a god to tell us what to do yeah we do clearly (laughs) because y'all fuck everything up but that (laughs) is yeah it's like look look around you and you tell me that we're we're doing great you know it's like even the things that people are like well look at the good things that happened, yeah and if you trace it back there's usually someone who's like well the bible said to do this so i did this and i started this organization and or the morality that that allows people to even say that this is wrong comes ultimately from the bible you know a lot of people like i'm not going to sit here and say that an atheist can't be a moral person that's not my point but i am going to argue that they're borrowing our they're they're borrowing our morality the only reason everyone's like well i can come to it's like no you think it's right because you were you grew up in the western culture and western culture is predicated on these on this moral system so ultimately all of again modern science that you know despite the whole argument of oh it's science versus religion no it came up out of church out of the church because it is it's there's a reason why western christian nations developed the way they did ultimately even the good things are clearly clearly coming from the teachings of god so yeah At the end of the day, we can't run ourselves. We're incapable of doing it ourselves because when we do it ourselves, this is what you get. You get (laughs) Epstein and Maxwell. You get R. Kelly. You give anybody, and also ultimately why I don't believe in centralized power. This is what centralized power can do. That's why you decentralize things. Imagine if every state, if there wasn't an FBI, but every state had a chance to look at this stuff. And there was something that said hey hold on we can we can do things and say hey hold up this is happening over here we want it stopped right we we can investigate like if we could decentralize these things it'd be a lot harder to corrupt everybody but when you centralize everything you just have to corrupt a few people right right? when you have abc nbc cbs and fox and cnn and msnbc running all of your news you know it becomes real and the problem is, you even if you have OAN and Max and Newsmax and all these other things, that's fine. There's still, a handful of people, and yeah. it doesn't. And the and the thing is, they still have to play certain rules to be on cable channels and satellite stations. It's like you don't have to corrupt everyone; you just have to corrupt corrupt the right one. And the entire organization is useless.
0: Yeah, one well, of the reasons why they. Paid airports to run freaking CNN for years and years and yep. years because finally they got that over with. But yeah, I mean it's it's like hundreds of the world's freaking corporations are run by like six or seven
1: major like mm-hmm.
0: I mean freaking BlackRock is like the biggest one that comes to mind, but there's thirteen other
1: ones. trillion dollars. Yeah, and again. It's like, again, this is one of those things, BlackRock, $13 trillion worth of assets. Now, they own a little bit of everybody. That's fine. That's not really that big of a deal. The problem is it's a governmental organization. They're like, no, no, it's it's private. It's not private if the government's money is making certain they don't they don't collapse. If the government makes rules that allow them to do what they do and not you and I and that's the problem with whether it's alphabet which is google if it's you know facebook i guess it's meta now um apple amazon all of these all of these big multinational massive corporations have what they have because the government has given it to them right people like well we need we need to have a strong government to prevent monopolies okay great show me one of these monopolies that is that it didn't get where they are because the government made them the monopoly yeah
0: there's not too many of those if at all Mm -hmm. i doubt it but yeah it's i mean not to not to i guess we kind of overshadowed the entire r Mm cali thing as well but not to be overshadowed as well we had r cali as well yeah uh get sentenced obviously 30 years in prison uh i guess this last wednesday Mm -hmm. um for sexually abusing women and underage girls and boys over the course of decades so it wasn't just relegated to you know women obviously he was married to another huge pop star or back in the day which was alia um she was like 17 16 17 when they got together i think he was like in his 30s already but Mm -hmm. um so they got married at that time i don't know if they waited till she was 18 or not but i do know that They were together and she was like, Yeah, she was young.
1: Yeah, I remember it's like now I'd completely forgotten about that until you mentioned. Then she dies, yeah, and she died real young too. It was like what 19 or 20,
0: she was like 21, 22, or something like that. She she died in that freaking plane crash, but um, yeah, it was which,
1: which by the way, is suspicious as I'll get out as well. I mean, we don't need to get off on that one, but it's like, yeah, so not to again, not to. I think the problem is with R. Kelly, and the reason it's easy to sort of look at that and just walk away is he was one dude. Yeah. Right now, he was a wealthy dude. There was other people involved. All this is true, but he was just—it was for his jollies, and mm-hmm. his jollies alone. The problem; these the the real reason it's easy to look and be like, okay, cool. Well, let's talk about Ghislaine and all the other is because that's an entire—it's a system that is corrupted. Uh it's not just these weren't just two wealthy people just wanting to, you know, with sick perversions. These this was an intelligence operation run by our government and providing cover for pedophiles who have positions of power and wealth and they're protecting them. Right? It's like with R. Kelly, it begins and ends with that sleeves bag and in people within his immediate uh within his his immediate reign. With the others it's because it's a spider web of corruption that involves the people whose jobs it is to make certain this stuff doesn't happen. Right. right. And that's, that's the big issue. And it's, and that's why it's easy to look at because let's face it, R. Kelly. Okay. get he's going to get remixed in prison. You know,
0: <laughs>
1: it's like, in that it's like, but we know he's going to go to, he's going to go to federal pound you in the butt prison. Right. We know yeah. that's where he's going. Yep. where's Glaine going she's going to go to a very nice and posh place where she gets to have weekends off and there's probably going to be doilies like she's going to be living a very comfortable life
0: mm-hmm.
1: right yeah. she doesn't have to think about too much she's just going to be going and living you know basically a retirement home um and then they'll either fake her death and she'll go off and do something else or she'll you know go into hiding or they'll just kill her while she's there because you know, better not to have that that thing untied um, or that loosened, you know, where it is. But yeah. she it's what she represents is she represents an entirely corrupt system that we can't seem to really break because all the people who are supposed to be in charge of breaking that up and ending that are the ones involved. Yeah, that's why it's easier to get R. Kelly, uh, you know, arrested and tried and and convicted because he was just a dude. That's all it is.
0: Yeah, so this comes from the New York Times. So it says R. Kelly used bribe to marry Aaliyah when she was 15 years old.
1: Oh, wow.
0: He bribed a government employee in 94 so that he could obtain fake ID for the singer um, because she believed she was pregnant at the time. And um, it says in 94, he was afraid she was pregnant and he believed their nuptials would block her from testifying against him and shield him from the prosecution for having sex with a minor that would so, make sense. So that's, you know, yeah. she, I mean, that aside, I mean, she was 15 years old, maybe yeah. 14 when they met and like he had sex with her and whatever. So that alone is just right off the bat. It's just like what the fuck, bro? Like you know, whether he you know, whether he bribed anybody after that is that's just added, but I mean, she was 15 years old. She I was mean,
1: 15 and then she thought she was pregnant. That means yeah, I mean, it's like Right there, that statutory rape period in the story.
0: Like, and it's <laughs> but,
1: but then he get he marries her in order to make certain she can't testify against him. Yeah,
0: yeah. I yeah. mean, so...
1: this has been going. Like, but again, look at how long it took to get him convicted. Because Leah, that's that's mid nineties.
0: Yeah, she was nine. It was she was. Uh, I think it's well, said... when
1: did she when did she die? Because she was she was filming Two... the like, second Matrix when she died.
0: Two thousand one.
1: Oh, 2001. Never mind. Okay. So, yeah.
0: Uh, so, I mean, she's just 15 in 94.
1: Right, exactly.
0: So, yeah. So yeah, so this yeah. is the
1: mid... That's all happening in the mid-90s. So, again, this is all happening in the mid-90s, and it's, this is, what, 30 years ago now? Almost?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, she was 21 years old when she died. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean... So, I mean, she obviously wasn't the only one, but, like... Right there was t- people testifying in court and stuff against him. It's like this girl was 17 years old. This other girl was like just 18, but she met him when she was like 17, 16 years old. Um, One of them, um, one of the victims said, and I quote, you made me do things that broke my spirit. I literally wished I would die because of how low you made me feel. Um, You know, and there's other people uh it said that he he had turned her into a sex slave and all kinds of stuff. And she yep. was like 17 years old when oh wow when he met her um stuff like that. So I mean obviously when you're a huge star like him at that time, like in the 90s, he was he was big obviously. But um you know you like you're traveling to other cities, other states, mm-hmm. like other countries maybe, and you're meeting all these girls, whatever. And you know for a lot of people they that are famous they don't especially now girls they pretend to be older than they are whatever but like mm-hmm. if you're actively seeking out these girls that are like underage and stuff you know then that's,
1: well, and that's what he was stuff. doing <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like he was clearly actively seeking these kids out and it, it, there is a like you said there there is a difference in the mentality of someone who's hooking up with a groupie who's 17 but says she's 18 or 19 which we all know happens Again, is it good? No. Should they be doing that? Of course not. But there's there's a difference between someone who says, OK, hey, she, you know, she says you know, she's got a fake idea or whatever. You know, she says she's 18. I'll just believe her because I want to, you know, I want to get my rocks off versus someone like R. Kelly, who's like, hey, see that 13 year old girl over there? Let's <laughs> brainwash her into becoming a sex slave. Like those are two very different people right and and again one of the reasons you know and this is probably an entire show into itself we're really not we're really not as a nation overly concerned with uh punishing sex crimes is when you look at some things like the sex offender registry and you realize hold on well we like we have all these people registering it's like okay so he was an 18 year old and you know he had sex with his 16-year-old girlfriend again clearly not something i'm going to condone at mm-hmm. all and i do think that they should be punished but i do think that that requires at least a lighter punishment than say the 27-year-old who's who's raping a 13-year-old you know i'm sorry those are not the same crime those are not this that's not the same intent that's not the same thing but we treat them the same and if you really want if you really wanted to do something about this, if you had a situation where you're at where it's clearly twenty seven thirteen or nine or eight, you would castrate them,
0: yeah, that's what they do in Alabama now, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully I wish it was like that everywhere else, but um yeah and and that's you know just that's one of the things that that really gets me as well, like we mm-hmm. obviously we we charge other crimes accordingly and we should, you know, no, no one should get a pass or anything, but it, it baffles me that the like that sex trafficking of children doesn't get like a bigger play from anybody. Like you never see it on the news, like yeah. nationally, like you might see like local cases here and there, but there's like, I think mm-hmm. it was like oh, like 10 million children a year go missing around the world. Yeah. Like, and like, Oh, it's insane. Like there's mm-hmm. not all of them are sex trafficking, but there's like there's like slave labor and all yeah. you know stuff like that. But but the fact that all these kids go missing every year and like nobody makes a deal about it yet, like we're we're fighting over like whether we should get fucking electric cars and stuff and like gas and all all this crap. But like hey, like these kids are going missing every year, like millions of them. Nobody says a damn thing about it.
1: Well, let me let me say this. And this may be the most controversial thing we've said all episode. Why do you think they didn't want the wall? Yeah. I mean, straight up, if this is why they want illegal immigration. Because there, there's yes, are there people who are trying to come and you know and work illegally but get a have a better life and send money? Yes, that's all true. But you know what is also equally true? Human trafficking. Yeah. And you're right. Not all of them are coming over here to To Joe Biden's uh, sleepovers, a lot of them are being used in these in these illegal grow fields and other and other drug dens, and they're used as slave labor all the time. It's easy to to be like, well, you know, oh, they're, you know, it's like these hotels, and, and no, 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 drug cartels are using slave labor in this country, and you know why we don't stop it is because it provides a good amount of cash to congressmen and senators. Both above and under the table. I mean, please understand the drugs, drugs, all of this stuff, it goes in the hands of the politicians or they'd stop it. And that's, so again, that's why they they didn't want the wall because they want, because they do want these kids coming here. They don't give a damn about them. They don't give a damn about, about illegal immigrants. They just want their cash and they're willing to exploit anyone and everyone to get it.
0: Yeah, when, when you got people that have no faces and no IDs and you don't know who they are, come into the country and they go missing. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you gonna go after? Like, who are you gonna look for? Yep. It's not a, it's not a big deal. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's like hundreds of thousands of illegal immigrants on their way up to the border right now, and there's like hundreds of thousands more that will come next month. And it's all these people that are just nameless, faceless, mm-hmm. and once they get into the country, they disappear, um, and nobody looks for them. Like. They're here illegally. No one's going to say anything.
1: Hold on. I got to look one thing up because there's something. uh, uh, Hold on. Because there's a number. Uh, There it is. So, on average, right, there's over 500,000 people who go missing every year in in the United States. Mm -hmm. Those are the number of people who go missing that we know about. Right. Those are the people for whom there was someone to say, hey, this person's missing. Now, half of those, I've talked to a lot of people who actually have, you know, about half of those are found or they're identified one way or the other, right? It's not that just 500,000 people go just drop off the face of the earth. The problem is there's a large percentage of the remaining half that that's absolutely true. They just vanish and nobody knows what's going on. But the point is, five hundred thousand people every year that we know of. To your right. point, there's a lot of illegal immigrants who come in, nameless, faceless, no ID, and uh, a lot of people aren't going to come around and say, "Hey, uh, Mister Policeman, I'm an illegal immigrant, and my buddy over here, who's also an illegal immigrant, went missing." But also think of the lifestyles. Like, hey, well, they just went to another town to find work, right? I mean, it's it's entirely. It's almost like an entire system designed to make certain people disappear yeah
0: yeah Uh, so i mean i was human trafficking is like the second largest criminal enterprise in the world right now so i think it was like 150 billion dollars uh i think they were saying like 99 of that comes from sexual exploitation but in 2018 um it was Fifty, almost fifty-two percent, is like fifty-one point five or six percent mm-hmm. of criminal human trafficking cases uh, in the U.S. were sex trafficking cases involving only children. Yeah. So, like, we like, I guess nowadays it's more of like the slave labor. But I mean, I think they were saying like twenty to thirty kids a day are sold mm-hmm. uh, for sex or something like that. So it's, I mean, the first of all, like, first off the people that instigated like actually got looking for kids to do that you're a piece of shit off the bat. but the people that actually buy these kids you're an even bigger piece of shit all, all collectively I mean I don't think we should waste space and taxpayer money on these kind of people like R. Kelly and picking. Ghislaine Maxwell I kind of understand because she's part of a larger you know kind of Net, and I'm sure they want to try to figure it out as they go. But
1: they're not figuring they're not figuring that out. That's that's the problem, right? (laughs) That's the real problem is they're not. Which is again to your point, if we were actually serious about this, like I said, we would. If you were like maybe it's a like we do a two or three strike law, where it's like either it's like if it was kids above a certain threshold, you get one strike, and then if it happens again, we castrate you or kill you. I'm cool. I'm cool with doing both, right? Um. You know which order, whichever order is, uh, is you know dealers, you know dealers' preference. But it's like we were really serious about. It, we'd say if you were, if you're, tra- if you're trafficking people, that's a death penalty buried yeah. in the story.
0: It should be, especially when it comes to kids. But especially when it comes to like sexually abusing kids, like I don't line them up on the wall. Like
1: uh,
0: we could probably save ammo if you just stack them in front of each other. But like I don't.
1: Well, you know the guillotine still works.
0: I have no sympathy for anybody that does mm-hmm. anything to do with kids, like in any way, shape or form. Um, I don't care where you come from. If it was like the first time or if it was an accident, you were confused or whatever. I don't yeah, care. Like, I don't there, care. That's it. Or should you,
1: <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't care. You know? I mean, that's the whole point. No, you, it doesn't matter. If you're, there is a point where you are, you're accountable for your actions. And if you are trafficking children, if you're trafficking people in general, no, But if you're trafficking kids, yeah, no, we, you are better off out of the gene pool and, um, you know, whatever, and I'd be okay. It was like, no, no, it's like, I know we have rules about cruel and unusual punishment. So it's like, fine, we'll find something that's not cruel or unusual, but it can be painful, you know, um, just, well, thank you, Texas Jack wood chippers, right? Those are things that still work. Just you know just bricking the wall them right just nice old line nice big hopper just push them in you know let that let it let it do its work i'm okay
0: i know gas is
1: expensive
0: nowadays so <laughs>
1: i'd pay for it but here's the thing an industrial wood chipper you can run that on electricity true we yeah. just need where there's a will there's a way my friend There's a will, there's a way.
0: I'll even hook up one of those bikes and just pedal the whole time and generate electricity. Exactly.
1: (laughs) We lose weight. We get a good cardio workout, and a bunch of people who need it leave. You know, get we get to set up a meeting with God for them.
0: Yep, it's the best way to go. Instead of we're just over here spending, freaking taxpayer money on freaking three hots and a cot, and and oh, and for
1: Elaine Maxwell, it's going to be three. It's going to be. Three gourmet. three gourmet deals and a nice fluffy bed and weekends off and bull crap like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's yeah. And this is, this is not what I, re- it's not that I don't really think it it's, this is the toned down version of <laughs> what I'm thinking. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. It's, I mean, we don't,
1: we don't pull any punches here. It's, it's always, <laughs> Oh, it's I'm always... pulling my punches. I assure you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the whole point, Right. This is one of those things that should cross all party lines. It, Republican, Democrat, Independent, even the Green Party should be okay with at least... It's like, can we at least get these people out of out of the... and put them somewhere, right? Let's at least stop the crime. Yeah, we can debate whether or not we get to castrate or kill them. Fine. But can we at least stop them from doing what they're doing? That should be a bipartisan thing. There should not. Re- anyone who has a problem with that should be the people you immediately turn and look at. Where it's like, really, you got a problem with that?
0: Well, now they have these things where they're—I uh, forget what they're called, but they're like uh, minor attracted yes. people or whatever. And they have like flags now, and there's freaking professors and colleges that are like mm-hmm. advocating for them that it's not—they're like sick or whatever. Yeah, they are sick, like, but like they they're advocating for like you, us to give them a place in society and like help them out and, oh fuck that like like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you think it, you don't act on it. the fact is you're thinking about it like and when yeah, you're day, someone
1: who if you're yeah. someone who 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 unironically uses the word maps to describe pedophiles, you're the problem,
0: yeah, so when you're like advocating for them in colleges and stuff, which is yes. obviously people in college are the most Impressionable people in all of society and they, they believe all kinds of crazy shit, but um, I just don't understand. Like, it, any person yeah. that, that advocates for them in any way, shape, or form, like, sorry, like, yeah. you know, if you can catch me outside, right? But it's, it's, <laughs> it's, yes, like, man, it's not.
1: how about that?
0: It's, it's really
1: mil- the fact that that chick is a millionaire. Yeah. Should tell you everything you need to know about our society and why I'm okay with Meteor 2024. You know, it. just saying. I'm I'm, it I'm I'm here for it. Like, nope, I'm I'm good with the zombie apocalypse. I want the zombie apocalypse. Well,
0: help create it. Shit. Yeah,
1: it's like, nah, I'll push the button. I get it. I but but it goes back to the again. This is why we need a savior. This is why we need God. We are incapable of doing these things on our own because get letting it on up to our own devices we do this this is this was a christian nation at at its founding again doesn't mean everyone was a christian but there were basic principles everyone sort of agreed to and here we are a a mere you know two two centuries later and we're like yeah eight-year-olds should have their should have should be surgically mutilated and given chemicals that will uh lead them that will that will leave them uh you know, essentially castrated and probably kill them very very soon and cause all yeah. kinds of mental and emotional problems along the way yeah let's do that like there's we got here it, some i think it was andrew clavin but someone else may have said it before him um it happened slowly then all at once yeah and i got into an argument i know we're, we're way past the hour I'll, I'll end on this no no, no. I, I got into an argument with someone online back when i bothered to get into arguments with someone online um about when when they passed uh or when they just declared uh gay marriage a thing i said the net you do realize the next the next letter coming on the on the lgbtq thing is p is p for pedophile like that's where it's going and they're like how can you say that it didn't take long did it didn't take long to get here
0: it's and that's the kind of the thing that we were talking about is what well, I, I had spoken about this a while back with other people that I knew like in my personal life, and I have a lot of family members that you know are gay and stuff like that, and yeah, and i I don't have anything against them or anything like that, but i I knew that gay marriage was going to be used as a tool to push all kinds of crazy things, like you know, just like this, you know just like you said, I knew this day was going to come that that pedophile letter was going to be added or they were going to try fighting for it to be added. And that they were going to try to normalize it. I knew that was going to happen one day. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just, they just put it on the back of the whole gay marriage movement and and stuff like that. And, and I just knew that this day was going to, was going to come one day. And I even remember speaking to somebody about that. And I even said, I was like, these, you know, these bills and this push to, to to um have gay marriage legal like they're gonna want to add more to it as soon as it's legal they're going to push for something else and something else something else it's going to go down the line and just like you said it's it's finally here like now they have like their own flags and they have people advocating for them to be added and stuff like that and i even found a a great page on instagram for anybody who wants to follow so it's it's called gays against groomers
1: Mm -hmm. yes they
0: they actually Mm -hmm. are trying to fight back on on like you know trying to push like uh trans initiatives and like teachings in schools and they're trying to fight back against all these uh drag shows and stuff like when they have kids there and stuff like that and, and they're just like why would you want to do that to kids like whatever you do on your own is your business but like why are we doing this to like Third and fourth graders, like you know, what's yeah. what's like, what's the point? Um, so that's like another great page for people to follow if they want more information on that. But uh, yeah, it, it came quick. I mean, mm-hmm. from from the acceptance of gay marriage, making it legal, all the way to where we are now, like it was
1: not. Like, fa- it was not yeah, long,
0: not long enough. Yeah, it was it was mm-hmm. ridiculous, and I, I kind of knew that this was going to happen eventually, and. This was like the main thing that I was speaking with other people about. And sure enough, we're like, we're here now. It's, it's, and it, it, what, what bothers me more is that people are accepting, like they're actually willing to give it a chance and they're actually thinking about it in like a, like, like they want to like try to understand like what's happening with these people and they're like, oh, well maybe we should give them a shot. Like, you know what? I'll give you a shot, but not the shot, you know, that you yeah, want. It'll <laughs> be the four.
1: Well, what it's probably up to a dollar now, <laughs> but it used to be 40 cents. Okay. So you want to, you want to get real deep on this one? Unfortunately, I do have a hard break at 130. Agree, Um, um, But, and I've talked about this on, on, on my channel, the real push, the reason that this is all being pushed isn't because they actually care about minor, minor attracted people's, or trans kids or any of that bull crap. They're not, they don't care about that. What they want is transhumanism. Yeah. That's the push. All of this is to undermine even the very concept of what a human being is. Now, if you want to get into what, a, what caused people to accept, because like you said, we all saw it coming. It's like as soon as you, once the gay marriage thing happened, it's like, well, there's nothing really to stop pedophiles. Or, because the arguments are the same, Right. But the the, the first crack, the first thing that allowed the slope to develop was when we moved the idea of marriage out from creating a family to support the next generation of human beings into it's about loving one another. Once we got beyond the purpose and functionality of a a thing and got all about the the touchy feely squishy stuff. Well, then guess what? If if it's just about love, it's like, well, it's. It's just about loving each other. Okay, well, if you define love as touchy-feely, squishy feelings, and that's all, then yeah, why should gay marriage not be illegal? By the way, if it's just about love and appreciating, then why not an adult and a child? Why not a brother and a sister? Why Mm -hmm. not any of these things? Why not a dude and his dog? Why not a woman and a goat? Like, why? There, once you've moved things beyond a once you've removed purpose right, right from these things you've done that but again the ultimate reason was not because these people actually or the people advocating on screen and in t- and in print yes they care because they were told to care the people who told them to care don't care right. about any what they care about is creating not is is the creation of transhumanism and the acceptance of people saying sure I'll jack with my DNA to become non-human. Sure, I'll remove healthy, viable tissue. Not, I got into a car wreck, I don't have a leg anymore. Sure, let's put a cybernetic enhancement on it. Or I have a disease. Let's, put, let's give you a new kidney or a new heart. That's not what this is about. It's a, hey, I'm going to just remove my legs and put cybernetic ones on because I want to run and jump faster. It's, I want to have my eyes removed so I can see in the dark. That's what they're talking about. It's, I want to copy my, consciousness which they're not going to be able to do just your it'll be your brain maybe your memories yes maybe your brain patterns yes but it won't be you you're yeah. going to go face to face with god but there's going to be a computer program with your with your memories and brain patterns that'll live on in in the net forever it's transhumanism that's what they want that's why they're pushing for this because the ultimate goal is not is that they don't like humanity it is to create it's to recreate the Nephilim and that's what they're trying to do, ultimately.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's one of the hardest things that I came to realize is that marriage is solely for the purpose of mm-hmm. procreating, and, and that was it. Like I, you know, when I kind of found that out, I was just like, well, I was like, I was kind of like in the same camp. Like, you want to get married when you're in love and you love this person and this and that, but it's like all all marriages is just for you to have mm-hmm. more kids, and you know. <laughs> that's pretty much it
1: (laughs) yeah it's supposed to it's to raise and create the next generation of human beings by the way why do you why do you think they work so hard on making certain that women think that marriage that motherhood is a bad thing or that it's not valuable there is literally nothing more valuable than a mother to raise to to create new life in and help raise that child in a stable relationship that's the idea because you know what, when you've got a stable relationship, a mother and a father raising kids, the chances of that kid becoming a criminal, committing suicide, uh, all on just you pick any negative metric you want, it goes down. It's not perfect. We're fallen human beings, and yes, there's a ton of crap going on in the world you can't protect kids from, ultimately. But if you want, if you want something that would change the world tomorrow put every kid in a home with a mother, with a loving mother and a loving father and most of these problems go away overnight yeah. now there will still be there's still gonna be kids who commit suicide sadly there's still gonna be kids who do often commit crime who get into these things because the world is a broken and evil place but you know what's really not helping that are broken families creating broken even more broken children to put out into the world
0: yeah i'll definitely attest to that i mean lost my mom when I was like thirteen years old so not having her in in the home was like a big thing. But I was lucky enough to that that I had my grandmother who was actually my, my godmother as well when my mom died I you know I was with her so I didn't I guess I kinda of didn't miss a step but yeah I could definitely attest to that as well. It's it's you know when you have your parents in in the home, you know, I made it a, a serious point of mine that I'll uh, well, at least be here in my son's life until he's 18 that's like <laughs> that's yeah but that, like... Like
1: you kick him out and you're like live <laughs> yeah, well, but but actually t- the thing is your story actually reinforces the the first point because your mother didn't walk out on you she died sure. sadly yeah. uh just you know mind minded as well and the thing is when someone when they've done they've done the studies and they actually look specifically at the kids who were raised in a household where the, like the father was a police officer a firefighter or a soldier and died or the mother died of a disease or a car wreck. The numbers, the statistics remain the same, right? Because the, and and this is because we are moral creatures and you know, that that parent would still be there with you. If something hadn't intervened, there isn't the, there isn't the degradation, but when you have a deliberately broken family, that's where the chaos comes. I think it's it's one of those things where there's it's more than just you know we're moral creatures, but so yeah it's like a a a, a single mother because the father died actually is has the same level of of those kids going on to do good things with their life as someone who's in an intact family because the moral the morality is different when the dad goes on like well I need a pack of smokes and goes off and finds five other broads to, to knock up. It's a very different moral and in, in situational, uh, you know, or it's a very different moral situation to grow up in. And particularly if you if your mom was out there banging everything with, uh, at least two legs, right. <laughs> and, and you, you got three kid, you got, she's got three kids, each one a different color of the rainbow, you know, it's like, okay, that's a very different moral situation to grow up in. Now again I'm not saying that people can't turn their lives around they can absolutely I don't think it's ever too late to to change your life and do something with you know, and change that story you can always change the narrative but if we're talking about broad societal issues if we could fix the, if we if we can fix marriage and if we've just fixed that one thing, We'll fix a lot of these other things as well. And by the way, people, men with families are way less likely to put up with a lot of this crap. But if but the problem is we've we've spent the last hundred years destroying that that moral impetus. Right. We've spent the last hundred years destroying that. And here we are.
0: Here we are indeed. (laughs) Well, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, what? as we kind of wind down here now, um, I guess for one, can you let everybody know they can find you again? And two, um, I guess closing statements for everybody out there when it comes to, I guess, like the family dynamic, you know, Mm -hmm. advice and how they can try and keep their family intact um, because it's only going to benefit the rest of us as well. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. hey families it's it's not it's uh it's what we need right we need that's what we really need but yeah if you want to find me uh, again Texas front porch t-e-x apostrophe s front porch uh or siru papers s-i-r-u papers again also on yahoo but again uh dot com has links to basically everything except for Chupi right now so uh yeah you can find me at uh at siru papers.com dot com. yeah yeah, absolutely
0: yeah so we'll have everything linked down below for everybody as well um and links to the podcast as well as the websites um as well as the social media as well um you are also on tiktok right so that's
1: yeah choopy rules is on tiktok right now i i may create another profile eventually down the line but right now it's choopy rules on tiktok so again choopy rules um on uh on you know youtube as well if you don't have tiktok so Right.
0: Yeah, we'll have everything listed down below in the show notes for everybody. Um, but yeah, guys, if you guys are catching us on YouTube again, um, you aren't already a subscriber, which a lot of people aren't, but they like to stop in and check out the episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. Please consider hitting that subscribe button for us as well um, as hitting the bell icon so you guys don't miss an episode in the future. Um, give us a thumbs up as well. And like I mentioned before, if you guys like what we do here on the show, please consider sharing with a friend, family, and everybody else that you work with, maybe, if you feel comfortable with them. I don't know that we're too, I guess, work friendly with a lot of the topics that we discuss. Yeah. Um, but yeah. uh, if you feel comfortable with that, you can go ahead and do that as well. Um, if you don't feel like having a job anymore, you know, go ahead. Um, <laughs> but, well, at this uh, point,
1: what's, what's the point of having a job anymore? Money doesn't buy anything
0: yeah it's true um but yeah if you guys have any questions for myself or a guest as well as or topic recommendations you can shoot us an email at the truth defender 1776 at gmail.com I'm trying to catch us on the go um i know a lot of people are on on the move this weekend uh fourth of july weekend um you guys can catch us on spotify google podcast apple Podcasts, as well as iHeartRadio radio and amazon music as well um yeah uh Mr. McLean, I really appreciate the time. I know we're cutting into your weekend, so we won't take oh, up too okay. much more of your time. Um, but we really appreciate you, know, you I love jumping you, man. on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Likewise. Um, and yeah, for everybody else, you guys stay safe out there. I mean, it's going to be a long weekend for me. I know a lot of people aren't going to be working on Monday. That's the 4th of July. Uh, be careful with the drinking and driving. Be careful with the fireworks. You guys enjoy yeah. your family. Enjoy what little left of freedom that we have still going on right now um try not to uh, i guess fill up them gas tanks too much because that shit's expensive Um, yeah it is but yeah we'll have everything linked down in the show notes below Mm -hmm. for everybody that wants to take a look at everybody's work um and yeah everybody stay safe out there stay blessed and most of all stay frosty
1: perfect